Yes, we are. What a beautiful day that the Lord has made. I rejoice and be glad in it. So good. B12, what is up, everyone? Um, this is Lucas, and this is Jordan, and we are back for another Venue 12 wrap-up. Um, tonight, I was so glad and so excited and so pumped to present the word to you guys. And we talked about the Old Testament God and the New Testament God. And we wrestled with the question that, are they different? Are they the same? And within that umbrella question, we also dove through three different questions. And one of the main questions that we really dove through was, how can the New Testament God be such a loving God and show so much love to the light of the, to, to the people of the world? But then the Old Testament God, it seems like that, it has uh, he has like a mindset of, of an angry murderer almost, um, and we wrestled with that. And one of the passages that we looked at was Leviticus chapter eighteen, where it talks about the genocide on the Canaanite Canaanite nation, and how God really wiped Wait, out the, the Canaanite nation. No, he's killing Canaan. he's killing dogs. No, he's, he's not like Cruella de Villa. Cruella de Vil? Yeah, de Villa de Vil. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, not the canine. I just want to clarify for the people, not the canine nation, the but canine nation. Canaanite. There you go. Okay, nice. good. I just want to make sure on the same page. Because if God was a dog killer, that was going to be the, the, that's the deal breaker for me. Yeah. I'm out on that one. Anyways, um, so, yeah. And um, what we have to remember is when we're reading that chapter and just the context around it, the people in the nation of Canaan were doing some really evil stuff. Um, and we talked about it kind of, we talked about it tonight where the people were practicing bestiality. They were practicing incest. They were worshiping false idols and so many evil things. And Israel, um, God wanted Israel to be the light of the world and the nation to spread the good news and eventually spread the good news and the great gospel of Jesus Christ. And at the time of Leviticus chapter 18, Israel was still a very young nation. And something we talked about was that Israel was kind of like the baby cubs and God was the mama bear. And God had to make sure that his cubs were protected. Yeah, and one thing you said, Lucas, which is so on the point was that God is love. So every action he does is done out of love. And so in eliminating some of those threats, those Canaanite and other people group threats from Israel, it was done in love towards them. And you might say, well, that's not very loving to the Canaanite people. Um, well, in reality, I mean, God gave everyone a choice to do what they wanted. He gave the Canaanites a choice. And we saw, like you said, some, some, Canaanite people like Rahab come to know God, which was awesome, but it just shows that they had a choice. And when they chose not to follow God and just to do the most deplorable things, sacrificing babies, doing all these horrible actions, when they chose to do all that stuff, like that was their choice. And so God in his love let them make that choice. But then at the end of the day, he had to eliminate them because he had to protect Israel. So I know it doesn't sound like a loving choice on the surface, but God is a God who loves you enough to give you the choice to do what you want. And in this case, these people were doing horrible things and it had to be stopped, not just for their own good, but for the future of Israel and for the future of the world. Because like you said, Lucas, Israel was that seat of the church. If if the nation of Israel had failed 
and had been compromised and was scooped up by one of these Canaanite nations, like we wouldn't be here. We wouldn't be following Jesus. So it was a really important time in history. God did it out of love. He did it out of his wisdom. And you did a great job of talking about how even when we don't understand that, it doesn't make it, it's not, it doesn't end with us. It's not up to us. Right. And, and like you said, um, if we could understand God, he wouldn't be worth worshiping. Right. So that that's not easy, but I think it's true. And I think it's something we need to, we need to wrestle with and really think on. Yeah, absolutely. God's wisdom is so, so, so good. And sometimes uh, we don't understand it always. We don't understand his decision-making. But I love Isaiah 55, verse 9, that says, For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts higher than your thoughts. And depending depending on God, depending on God is so good. It's a good thing. It's not a crutch. And... God wants us to lean on that wisdom and that understanding that he has for us. Spot on, man. Couldn't have said it better myself. Yeah. So as we wrap up, you guys, I really want to challenge you guys. If you guys are going through the New Testament study with your families or maybe your small groups on Sunday nights to really, as you guys are reading scripture this week, to really dive into the context of what you're reading a little bit more to not just read the words on the page as words on the page, but read it as God's words and God's living words and go deeper than just surface level. Yeah, um, and, and realize there's a whole story happening that it's not just those words on the page, but they all pour into this much bigger narrative about Jesus and the way that he is changing us and renewing us and he's making all things new and every page fits into that somehow. It plays a plays a small role. Yeah, absolutely. It all connects together. There's no loopholes or contradictions. No, lo- no loopholes, no contradictions, and no destroying of canines. Yeah. Only Canaanites. Exactly. So as you goes as you guys go out this week, go be dogs for the kingdom. Um go be dogs. Exactly. And get after it. Thank you guys so much.